0: Welcome to the Let God Podcast. It's me, Mary Hannah.
1: Me, IFF. And me, Wanipa.
0: Woo! It is the final episode, thank God, glory be <laughs> of <laughs> season three of the Let God Podcast. We are so happy to be back here for our final episode of the year and of the season. And today we're gonna to be talking about careers, but specifically non-biblical. Well, careers that could be seen as non-biblical, not because of the work but because of what they potentially glorify. The whole idea will be clarified in a moment, but as usual, we're gonna start with a word of prayer.
1: Dear Lord, as we speak on this topic, Lord, we pray that you just help us to articulate what um you've laid in our hearts and that in everything we do, everything we put our hands to, in our work, in our school, that you will take all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus prayed. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: So, guys, just as a quick icebreaker, I feel like we've definitely done a when you were a kid, what did you want to be question, and one of our um, icebreakers are in, like, a live.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm going to do a, if you, could, if you were changing career right now, not money, nothing was involved, but you were just like, tomorrow you're going to wake up and your life or your professional trajectory would be completely different, what would it be? I'm curious to know. I got mine.
2: You go ahead first. Kick mm-hmm. kick it off.
0: My career would be... Are you ready?
2: Yeah.
0: A stay-at-home mom. Applause, oh. applause, applause, applause. Yeah. Girl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We've been new. We've been new. That one was no, not I even a show. I don't dream of shock. labor.
0: I don't dream of labor. No, okay. Seriously, I think with no strings attached, I'd probably be a researcher maybe a mm. professor, a little PhD. I mean, that's I want to be a teacher at least a little bit. So that's kind of the same trajectory. Or maybe a little librarian, maybe an art curator. That'd be mm. fun, I think. Mm. a little museum, curate art, return the stolen artifacts back to where they
2: came from. <laughs> shout out Jesus College. Shout out returning the Benin Bronzes. Mm-hmm. All of
0: that, all of that. So yeah, it's either stay-at-home mom or like something artistic, maybe a little bit of a writer, stay-at-home, you know. Hmm. What about you girls?
2: okay i would say either a tv presenter just Mm -hmm. because that's my ideal trajectory but not necessarily the one that i'm on right now but uh we still pray that that will materialize amen amen Mm -hmm. Amen. or this is a recent epiphany i had about what day is it today tuesday three days ago four days ago a stylist just because like if you guys didn't know, I have an older brother and he's a fashion designer. Shout out Studio Mapalo. Go follow it on Instagram. You know the vibe. And um, he had a fashion show on Saturday. Or was it? Yeah, it was so good. Like, firstly, I was just thinking... I could do this you know I could put looks together you know other people can design them I know how to throw on a good outfit secondly like you guys don't even understand when I'm in rooms of like all the artsy creatives (laughs) I'm just like yes this is where I need to be all the dreads all the the clothes the- can you the guys hear what she said <laughs> she didn't say all the opportunities are networking <laughs> no i said what i said i said all the, dreads, said all the dreads all the photographers <laughs> <laughs> the models the no, let's let's the get demo. into it. Let's get into it. Let me not incriminate myself in case my brother decides to tune in this week. But let me just <laughs> say, he moves in very beautified circles. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm gonna say. So yes, I would be a stylist or any other sort of creative. Like if I could just magic talent, like who knows, maybe I would even be a designer myself.
1: I
0: love that. Mm. Aim for you, darling.
1: It's hard. Because I'm thinking of like what I would, what I do now, that I would do, like with no money attached. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. What do I enjoy?
0: I think you'd be a personal shopper,
1: or would. or, or <laughs> not like a YouTuber, I would. like full time.
0: Yeah, full time influencer. Full
1: time is not. It's fun. hard. It's it hard. It's Yes, yeah, true. Unless you have like an editor, actually. If you have like an Definitely, editor, yeah, an editor, an accountant. Yes. Yes. yes yes but other than i would actually be a personal shopper because my i'm one for my mom so I enjoy <laughs> it. and she's like can you buy me this wig
2: <laughs> you just go a little aliexpress <laughs> drop
1: and i just send I her a voice
2: <laughs> i love that. I had a few <laughs> <That>. 50s <laughs> just like yeah mom this wig was 400 unfortunately um <laughs> <laughs> this time missed out on the
1: sale yeah unfortunately
2: <laughs> it was I guess like that you know
1: <laughs> yeah I would definitely do that I love that
0: oh well thank you girls for answering um I think what Manipa shared about being a stylist is actually very relevant to like how we came to this sort of like idea for the episode we sort of had good discussion i think we said so in dm i had discussions with friends about like just careers and like navigating that but also like as as i introduced things that are not careers or professions that are not explicitly spoken about in the bible for like obvious reasons um and the whole idea of like them glorifying things that perhaps scripture tells us not to glorify
1: mm-hmm. um so like
0: take the example of a stylist for example um the whole idea of a stylist is to obviously, like, dress somebody up, so adorn somebody well in a way that's either contemporary, relevant, eye-catching, fill in the blank. Sexy. even small. You know, (laughs) a little seducing. (laughs) A little appealing. A little appealing to the eye, you know. Um insert whatever you whatever adjective you think is is relevant here so what you girls think about that the whole idea of like our our careers like that biblical should christians engage with things like that and you can touch on different careers not just stylists i mean i have my own 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 opinions about that but i want to hear what y'all y'all have to think
2: i think like the crux of the question is just if a career is not explicitly glorifying god should you be doing it
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
2: And I think when you phrase it like that, suddenly it doesn't matter whether we're talking about stylists, makeup artists, something that adorns the flesh. Maybe we can talk about finance, private equity. Mm. We can talk about even certain types of law. Because, and that's why I think that the answer to that has to be no. There are definitely certain careers which are not glorifying God and in fact are glorifying Satan. (laughs) I'm going to not get into it. But you just know there's certain things you man should not be doing. However, I think it's not even a case of saying gray areas. It's just to say, okay, firstly, what is a career that one would deem to explicitly glorify God? Some sort of ministry, being a pastor. Not everyone can be a pastor. Not everyone has that spiritual anointing. Or maybe Mm. you can say, oh, being a doctor, being a medical professional because they help to look after people. Not everyone can do that. Not everyone has the talent or passion for that, and I believe that talent, you know, comes from God. Like the gifts yeah. we have, not everyone is equipped to do such a thing, or maybe a teacher because they do something noble. But I think when we kind of phrase things that way, we're in danger of kind of putting our own standards on of morality, and imposing that on what God thinks is or is not acceptable. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the Bible says that um God created us for His glory, Isaiah four thirty seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, First Corinthians ten thirty one. We're instructed to do everything for the glory of god Mm. and that tells me that just doesn't mean do explicitly godly things for the glory of god because that to me would would indicate that god can be siphoned or siloed and that there's some areas of life that god can't touch i believe that everything you do can be done to the glory of god whether that's giving him praise for every milestone whether that's in your day-to-day work sharing about god like um when I was ACS president we had this ball ACS affair and I went to London to get my hair braided and there was this girl like she's bomb by the way shout out laid by CC you guys like she did the thing and um (laughs) she told me that she likes to use her gift to glorify God and the whole time I was getting my hair braided we just talked about faith we talked about Mm. love all these different things and you know, obviously, maybe she doesn't always meet clients who are Christians, maybe not everyone is receptive, but at least she tries, and she's using the yeah. gift to bring glory to his name, and I think the same can be true of stylist MUA, you know?
0: I also think there's something to be said about, again, I know I phrased the question, but that's sort of how it, the topic had risen up, and the discussion that I was having anyway. Um, I think there's something to be said also about the way that we just see labor, without mm-hmm. trying to, like... Sound like a Marxist because that's not what I'm trying to do. But like <laughs> the whole idea of us, like literally, Speak it's a- mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a job. Do you know what I mean? And um God has gifted us with different talents, as Winipa so aptly alluded to. um And to say that like some things are worth, I guess, have more value in glorifying God mm. is just to place hierarchies in worship. And in Scripture, when I see that, like, I don't see a hierarchy hierarchy and worship and specifically in colossians three seventeen, i love what it says here it says and whatever you do or say do it as a representative of the lord jesus giving thanks to him to, giving thanks through him excuse me to god the father and earlier in the chapter it talks about thinking of the things of heaven and not of earth mm-hmm. and having a new nature and all those sort of things which is great but i think the whole idea is that like even as we take on put on our new identities in christ there are still, like, we are still like vessels and molds that God has been so intentional with creating. And so, if you lend yourself to a creative career, or if you lend yourself to, as Winipa said, something that's more corporate and deals with money and economies or whatever right. it is, the intention should always be, like, as Winipa has said as well. You know, like, how can you glorify God through that? And not making an idol of that work, specifically. Mm-hmm. Colossians 3 talks about that. It's when you start to make an idol of it, that right. things become an issue. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, like, on a day-to-day basis, you're just doing what God has called you to do, or equipped you to do, and you're doing it well. And you're right. carrying the mandate of Christ. Who can come and
2: beef you? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because even that Colossians verse, I think another translation is, like, whatever you do, do like whatever, do it as if you are working mm-hmm. for God. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. not just whenever you preach, whenever you help people, you know, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but I do have to caveat and say that even though I think inherently a lot of things are neutral and can be used to the glory of God, a lot of things are neutral and can be used to the detriment of God. More so a lot of things are ostensibly holy that can be used to bring down the name of God. Mm-hmm, and like, mm-hmm even just going back to this stylist thing, by the way, guys, if you're thinking of being a stylist, this is, don't let this conversation plant out. Cause that's not what we're trying to even say. Even
0: rise up and even, become a stylist. Even rise
2: up and be styling well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were, we were talking about how, you know, a lot of like the big glitzy pastors have stylists. They might start wearing designer. You know, they, they put on their jewelry just to go to the bodega. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out Bia. <laughs> Bia, Bia. Um, To be honest with you, I think stuff like that, that's when I might squint my eye slightly because it's like, if you're on the pulpit and you are supposed to be a woman or man of God, what is the purpose of how you're presenting yourself are Mm. you trying to glorify and elevate yourself or are you trying to be a vessel through who god speaks and that's not to say that everyone who's a pastor should go and wear sackcloth and (laughs) and humble shoe and and not comb their hair and look razz but it's just if you specifically feel the need to have this team to present you in a certain way
1: Mm.
2: what is it about that presentation that you think makes the gospel either look better or what is it about your normal appearance that you think needs to be jazzed up before you can speak the gospel? What Maybe what are you trying to say about the gospel message and what that can bring? Mm, yeah. I think times like that, things can get a bit hazy. I don't know. What you guys think?
1: Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like in whatever, as like we have mentioned before, as long as it's not an idol, mm. in whatever position you've been put by God like you've been put on a path for you to fulfill and God is a God of excellence yeah so he expects you to do it to excellence but with things that um quote unquote glorifies glor glorifies is that that's it is that right word
2: mm, glorifies yes <laughs> yeah, it Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> glorifies the flesh I think it's even more so um a battle to make sure that your heart is in the right place and is right. and it more of intention mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so but it can but it's not just a job Is like every day yeah happen. of course like, right. if i put on makeup on myself what what do what am i like, who are you what, going to shine what, your eye to
2: <laughs> <laughs> who am i going to bat eyelash
1: <laughs> all the men on the street <laughs>
2: Now I'm even saying that I, I put makeup very often. Let's not let's not go down this road, shall?
1: Yeah, but I think and anything we do from like work to like even studies, is all about intention. Yeah. Especially like a place in our uni, Cambridge, where people literally will go sleepless because mm. they want to for finish the sake an of essay. Can... And an essay that doesn't even count for your so final anything. grade.
2: It's just clout
1: for the appeal like to please man to please wow. man read it wow. in five minutes wow mm-hmm.
0: even before they go into bed even as they've just hopped out the shower wow. just screw limp on your essay. red pen <laughs> and this actually
2: but even within
1: oh, that is it what we even within that even though you know that is not to please man you still do mm. you still mm. do work hard for the glory of god yeah because right. he's given you the opportunity so i think it works both ways mm. Mm.
2: And we were literally just talking about this. We were recording like a little snippet thing for my my church service. Um, and the topic was rest in Christ. And we were talking about how rest in Christ also means that we rest in the fact that in him we're enough. And yeah. I think there's something in everything that we talk about careers, purpose. If you want to be a makeup artist, if you want to be a TV presenter, whatever it is, understanding that you being the next Oprah isn't what gives you value like you have value by virtue of the fact that you are a child of God and I think when you kind of start to flip the script a little bit and think that your career is the thing that's giving you value or your accolades are what makes you worthy or important or indeed that they make you better than someone else who hasn't got those accolades I think that's when whatever career path you choose can become um dangerous because that doesn't necessarily have to be with something that we might typically consider worldly you can be a doctor you can be a pastor and the moment you start to think that it's your position that gives you value I think you're kind of in the wrong headspace Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: I agree I just want to harken back to that point that um, I'm made about excellence specifically again about the stylist point because when I had this conversation with like a few people it really like I was just trying to sort out my thoughts and I want to know what y'all think about this. Um, so I said what God wants, like God wants us to do what we do with excellence. Um, and when you also talked about how, like if you're seeing someone who's in the public eye for like a religious reason or mentor has a pastoral duty, like it, it is easy to sort of be like squint your squin your eye, tilt your head a bit. Like, did you, did you need to wear them Bottegas or was off white <laughs> really necessary? But then I was thinking within the grand scheme of being a stylist, as a stylist, isn't it your job or your responsibility, just as maybe you're a makeup artist or whatever else, to know your field so well, to know what is of standard, what is of quality, mm-hmm. um, things like that. And so if the best quality trouser is the Bottega Veneta trouser, well, why would not, why would the person not wear Bottega Veneta? Do you know what I mean? And I was just like, it's truly that's like, because for me, I was just like, yes, I get that. If you're wearing flashy designer, it's probably not the best message specifically, like you know, especially if you're in the West, anywhere, really, whether you're in a a country that's fairly developing economically or has a lot of like uh, wealth gaps, or if you're somewhere where like, you know, it's fairly, everybody's kind of middle class, you know, it's just not the best message to send. And the Bible warns a lot about hoarding of wealth and all of that. But I was just thinking about it, like if God wants us to live excellently, and excellence within a specific field looks like costly items just because like by virtue of the fact that they are made well or handmade or custom or whatever then can we can we still like does our do our arguments they can they still be sustained what do you guys think about that
2: my thought on this like again going back to the example of the stylist is like what excellence you have to ask yourself what excellence actually means in that field because i Mm -hmm. don't necessarily think being an excellent stylist relies on wearing the best designer because it's Mm -hmm. like when i look at my brother and his designer friends like they're not considered designer or luxury because they're not at that level yet but their stuff is cool and stylists pick it because it looks nice and i think there's also something in that about appropriateness like you wouldn't dress rihanna for a a dinner in paris the same way you would dress her to go to the grammys do you know what i mean yeah because you understand the event the social occasion of going to dinner doesn't warrant a full ball gown with tussles and (laughs) mask and gloves and everything. And I think maybe it's the same as someone working in a church should like as a stylist for a pastor, maybe they could consider, you know, is flashy designer here really appropriate to the occasion or is it taking the focus away from, from the message? I think like a stylist and everything that you do put on your body. And we even spoke about this in the episode about modesty is men a enhance but not i think distract from god Mm -hmm. and so i think if it borderlines on the point of distraction i would question whether you're that an excellent stylist if you can't dress to the occasion
1: (laughs) i hear it i hear it okay so we've spoken about um this topic a little bit but what do you guys think is the difference between a career a calling and um, like your god-given purpose are they all the same thing a bit overlaps like does it even is there a need for your purpose career calling to all intertwine what do you think mm-hmm.
0: I think cool, uh, career is just a job it's an occupation um I think considering the spheres of life like in the education that we have it's easy to think of careers as like something that's really big and flashy and life defining but for people who are like working class a career can be something as simple as literally being a cleaner it could be a take caretaker it can be so many different things and so I think those are just jobs and occupations and we wouldn't necessarily define somebody's life by them and so even mm-hmm. when you I guess have Occupations or careers or jobs or whatever that are a bit more shall we say influential there's Mm. no need to make somebody's life purpose become defined by that cooling i think is a little bit more unique and i think that's i personally think that's what god has called you to do within your occupation or what yeah whatever your occupation whatever your job is at that moment like when he passed over leader to right at the beginning it's not every sector of law that's the same and it's not everybody who works in finance who does the same job and every teacher is not doesn't have the same capabilities just as the same with every person who qualifies to be a doctor or medical for- professional and so mm-hmm. even within those careers your calling could be different maybe it is specifically helping the people that you interact with but maybe it's supporting other people financially maybe god has placed mm-hmm. you in a financial mm-hmm. sphere to be a financial pillar to other people and that may look different to somebody else who is in the same financial sphere but who was there to be a warm face there to be like a more pastoral exactly a pastoral care person so i think that's calling becomes a little bit more specific but i think purpose is a little bit becomes bigger more Mm -hmm. widespread is more like we all have the shame shared, uh, we all have a shared purpose which is to carry the mandate of christ act justly love mercy walk humbly with god like a six eight
2: and all all those sort of things mm. ditto that was a brazy description. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but do you feel like I don't know I feel like your callings and your careers and your purpose can all intertwine. Oh, yeah, of I course, think so like, if you purpose, as you said, that's like in every area of life. Mm-hmm. but do you think we're called to careers? Mm-hmm. Or can your career be, like, completely different?
2: Mm-hmm. What do you I think, think I think you can be um, called to your career. I definitely think you can. But I think it's not every case that your career necessarily is your only calling. Yeah. Like, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I could be called to be a lawyer. No. <laughs> I could. My calling could be to help people. Mm-hmm. And maybe the way I do manifest that is through a career in law, because
1: Mm -hmm. there are different types Mm -hmm.
2: of law that help people. I think that, for instance, maybe like being a doctor, I think is a good one. I think you could just, your calling could be to heal the sick. And then you're just a doctor like that. I think, you know, I think to be honest, a lot of it is semantics and there is a lot of like overlap and intertwine. I -hmm. think whether you call it your calling or your career, I think other than purpose, because I think purpose is the one which is definitely like as as a body of believers, we share mm-hmm. the purpose of, you know, for doing the gospel, loving each other, loving Christ. Yeah. But as for career and calling, I think as long as you in the space where you are listening to God and not just listen once and run with it, where you keep <laughs> you keep actively listening to him and you're doing your best to walk in his will whether your career is your calling or you find your calling within your career or your calling is a manifestation of the career, however you want to spin it, as long as you're walking with God, you are right.
0: Yeah. I also think seeing calling and... career as vinipa said it is a matter of semantics or sort are of like wordplay essentially but i also think seeing them as being like synonymous can be a bit dangerous dangerous yes. is perhaps a little bit harsh but it's just like i've had many a job my first mm-hmm. job i was build a bear workshop stuffing best next job i was in mcdonald's make it like being scorched by fries next job i was a barista in costa next job i'm in um doing summer school for kids in cambridge you know what i mean like my Career, so to speak, has jumped, and I think careers, mm-hmm. even when you get into a more right. professional um, environment, still do not have to be linear. And so, if you become obsessed with like not specific,
2: say, mm-hmm.
0: yes, it becomes yeah. a sort of thing where like, well, God, why am I not doing this, and why have I not become? Because the fact of the matter is, I might not, I was not meant to ever become the manager at Costa Coffee. Do you know what I mean? Or become the head of the regional whatever at um build a bear workshop it was just a job and Mm. my purpose or my calling there was to kind of carry the kindness of Christ and stuff kids bears right and smile (laughs) and you know what I mean like Mm. do that sort of thing
2: yeah I definitely agree with that and I think also there's something in what you said that links back to what we were discussing earlier about not therefore letting your career define who you are because your career could jump while you're still figuring out what your calling is. And also yeah. to just rest assured that you might not understand what your calling is yet. And you might think, oh, I'm just wondering aimlessly. But I literally always say this, like, and I don't mean it to sound any type of way, like I'm ungrateful or arrogant. But I, for a long time, like, people ask me, oh, how I ended up applying to Cambridge and how I got in and stuff. And I think when I tell people they kind of feel slightly underwhelmed or just like oh because it's just kind of like oh I got good grades my parents encouraged me I just applied a lot because I wanted to make them happy a lot because I thought it was just what I should do with yeah. the grades mm-hmm. I'd got and I just kind of fell into it that way and I I think it was only until I it was only after I graduated when I really reflected on the journey I'd been on for the past three four years that I realized although Cambridge was part of my academic career, I don't think it, it was my calling just to go there and to be academically excellent mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I believe my, my calling was to, you know, strengthen my faith in Christ, perhaps yeah. to spread the gospel through this podcast, which wouldn't have yeah. happened if I hadn't gone to Cambridge. Maybe yeah. it was to help black students get into uni, but that specific method was just used by God, that specific Mm -hmm. method of me being in Cambridge. And so equally, like I said, if your calling is to help people, you could be a lawyer, you could work for a charity, you could be a doctor. Mm. God isn't limited by your specific decisions.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Which I guess maybe slightly negates the point I made earlier. Career and calling are not complete semantics. (laughs) <laughs> Though I think they still can be, they still can be because yeah. your career can still be your calling.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I concur. <laughs>
2: I also have a question. Yeah. Very. This one is about very specific because I feel like this will maybe ap- like resonate with a lot of our listeners. It's no secret, y'all. I know how to throw a look together. It's no secret. Uh, I do like the social media thing. Absolutely. I, ha- I have flirted once or twice or potentially thrice <laughs> with the <laughs> idea of becoming an influencer, so. micro-influencer, maybe even filling in the mid-sized petite space. There's a gap mm-hmm. in the market. What do you guys think about careers that are specifically about like, influencing and I'm not talking about Christian influencers. Shout out Christian TikTok. Y'all doing what you're doing. Shout holding out. it down. Holding it, it down for the Lord. Oh, oh, holding it down. <laughs> for real. But what do you guys think? Like, if I just tomorrow said, yeah, guys, full time, I'm just going to be doing my fashion Instagram page. And that's it. That's
0: it. I feel, I feel like you are a resident influencer at the moment. What do you think, it's darling? even correct. <laughs>
1: Uh, I did not I feel like you can use anything for the Lord. And then my friend, she's um, someone I know. She's more of like an influencer, and she's very much like makeup and fashion. But she started talking about faith, which was I was quite surprised. I thought she was. Um, I knew she was a Christian, but I wouldn't. I didn't know that she was going to be like so forthcoming about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, it was really beautiful to see. And then, like, her DMs are always open for people to talk about that. And she always puts stuff in her story. So I think, like I said before, like, in whatever space you're in, you can make so much impact. Like, people can come on your page for fashion for tips. For And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> leave with a, a sermon. Message. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. I absolutely but, agree. Sorry, okay. honey, continue.
1: Yeah, but I think more of the influencing thing, I come from a different perspective, is, like, being in a career that is so focused on your outward appearance mm. and i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing i just think just as long it's always like a way up just as long as you glorify christ through what you're doing as long as you don't and be able to set life. your own boundaries yeah. and don't compromise your own because there's so many things that you need to wear like so many outfits mm. that are in trend that'll be showing bbl ev- fashion yeah setting. but
2: don't pre pre my institute don't watch it closely <laughs> even me i don't
0: have instagram so no one can come for me, even <laughs> me let
1: me go in private
2: <laughs> no i said let me even archive some posts quickly <laughs> before we release this one <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my gosh I genuinely think that's true though like I think it's about like not becoming your own idol because I'm not even gonna like me that's not even an influencer I'm just a common woman <laughs> like I do be uploading to Instagram and I'll be up rewatching my stories multiple times and just thinking wow <laughs> goodness gracious Dear me I'll be uploading to Instagram and yeah I'll be reading the comments thinking uh, right, that's me uh, go, oh, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> damn man you really did that you know what i mean and i think maybe it's something about knowing your personality type Mm because genuinely i joke about becoming an influencer but you know how big-headed i already am (laughs) (laughs) it's already too much like it's already too much so
0: i think i agree with what you both have said i think that this space within reason like no one should quote me and then say that they want to create an early fans account to shake him booty and say that i said that you can honor god in any (laughs) 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 i mean is that there's space for not even space there is opportunity for you to worship god and to make god known in a positive way that doesn't compromise your values i think we need to really grab onto that because i was watching an Mm -hmm. interview with a person whose career and what they do will remain unnamed and one of the comments were like i love this person and the work and how passionate they are about christ and you know the faith work that they've done but in their actual career the things that they have engaged in are very contrary to like christian living so how do they're an actor out that will clarify things a little bit so how do you partake in scenes that even if there's a difference between you know engaging in i guess like a romantic relationship and that's just like The career when the whole seed is very much giving soft porn it's giving yeah you know what i mean like how do you reconcile those things so that's not judgment on them like i don't know what jesus and them have talked about and how they've navigated that like
1: Mm-hmm. More power to them.
0: Mm-hmm. But I mean like I really think that point of sticking to your values is important. And in terms of like being an influencer, I just feel like, yeah, have your boundaries. I also mm-hmm. feel like if only a certain if only a certain type of person is influencing, what does that mean for like babes like us who are not mm-hmm. gonna wear certain things and who don't look yeah. a specific way? Like Facts. there needs to be people that are gonna do things and do it well and do it beautifully or do it like really relevantly or using like the resources that they have, but still make it wearable for people who have wearable or you know, a accessible to people who have similar values and outlooks to them because there's some influencers i love but you're not catching me in the poster girl dress So when that's all oh they're no. posting what will i
2: do what will no, i do that way that way that way <laughs> do you know what I mean? and i think there's something about maybe the role we play like the bible says that we're supposed to be ambassadors for christ mm. and mm-hmm. sometimes i think that means like showing the world a new way of like a, that you know it's something else you can wear it's some, somewhere else you can act. Yeah, yeah. I mean.
0: Um, and that's no shame on the people who do love God and have worn the poised girl dress. I just want to yes, say no, that out there. Out. I'm saying this for me and for my body, it's a no No, for, As for me and my
2: fupa, we will serve the Lord. <laughs> 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 no, really. And I also, sorry, I don't know how long we've even been going on, but just going back to the the point of acting and maybe doing scenes that disturb your spiritual conscience. Let's put it <laughs> that way. Your spiritual conscience, then that's between mm-hmm. y'all. You know what I mean? I think it's also about how much you value what you do versus who you're doing it for. Mm-hmm. And I think really, mm-hmm. if in everything you keep in view that our lives, like we said at the beginning, are supposed to be for the glory of God, then you probably be less prone to compromise things that you believe to be godly for the sake of maintaining that career because you understand, look, like, who I am in Christ is bigger than this movie.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like,
2: you might forsake things that the earth sees as successful, but you know that your reward is in heaven. You know that this place is just a transitional, you know, stepping stone to eternity with Christ. And you keep that in view. I think that informs a lot of of how you navigate your life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys. Yeah, I'm hungry. Let's.
0: <laughs> I think that has been a really insightful discussion. I hope you guys have had quite a bit to think about. What a lovely way to end season three! Thank you, God, glory uh, to Jesus. Hallelujah. We
2: made it. Go. When he was the other day, we've been on this season since 2020. No, but we have, though. <laughs> we actually have guys can you imagine that it's hilarious mm-hmm.
0: we did take a quite a long hiatus hiatus i don't even know for multiple. exams multiple <laughs> actions multiple to be honest. we just wasn't posted
2: and then we was very disorganized
0: <laughs> but it's okay glory be to god we made it thank you guys so much again for being here for listening tell us what you think of the comments you can hit us up in our dms they're always open um google anonymous submissions form for next season in the new year we want to go hard again want to get to the things that y'all are really interested about um and yeah thank you guys so much for listening you can follow us on all of our socials at let god podcast we'll be active on instagram probably during the sort of break doing a few fun story games and things like that but also just to keep updated with when we upload and what's coming up thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next year bye, bye. bye. thank you and god
2: bless <laughs>